Before we get started, yes, King Pal has pretty much, from what it looks like, has just um, died in front of the three of you. Um, with everything that's no. happening, with the uncertainty of like what is deeper within this cave system, I'd love to know what each of the characters are sort of thinking and feeling at the moment. Can we start with uh, Lovejoy? Lovejoy's been close to death, I'd say, three or four times on this expedition so far, and I think each of those times he's sort of coming to terms with his own. I've gone way too deep. You just went, mate, are you going to <laughs> no. the cave or not? <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, I, this is what you're saying is, is what I'm wanting to know. Okay. Um, so he's kind of come to terms with his own mortality a number of times. And I think the gravity of the situation, like from all the tomes and like knowing that this goes much deeper than just, you know, one weird little kooky town and a little bit of anti-magic. Um, I think he feels that the calling is greater than him and he's prepared for whatever may come, including his own death, if that's what it takes. But he knows that the fate of many, many more people than himself um, rests with stopping Harry, and so that's really what he's prepared to do. Cool. Biko. Uh, Biko has spent quite a number of time um, admiring King Pal, and he was the king of the mushrooms, and he's now dead. So he's a little bit torn inside that, you know what, you just got to kill and eat all the mushrooms. And if they talk to you, if they run around, don't be fooled, Biko. Not again. Um, and he's thinking about it way too much compared to the other scale of things that are probably should be taking his attention. But he's just looking at King Pal's corpse and thinking about how to best fill it in. Okay. Um, what about Gildan? Uh, uh, Gildan, I think Gildan's really puffed. <laughs> and <laughs> really good stuff. <laughs> Great character art. <laughs> <laughs> and he's had a long day. And get worse. He's tired. <clears throat> That's fair. That is actually, you guys have had a very long day. The candle on top of his head is. A little bit dimmer than normal. It's flickering, but he he's worried about the people back at uh, Caldera. How they're angry now, and he thinks the only way to stop this is to ask Pilor to assist him to get Harry to come to his senses. Mm. What a diplomat! Mostly puffed. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a massive blue glow coming from um, south. Uh, of the room that you're currently all standing in. You know, the last time you were in that room, it was a certain way. You, you caught a last couple of drops from this, the, the little basin underneath that, the dripping stalactite. Um, wasn't much of a sight to behold, but there is a massive blue glow coming from that direction now. Um, and the only other thing that you really notice, other than just the, the lack of... It's just a, there's like a stillness in this cave. Other than that, there's still that ferocity, that anger that you can feel guiding you towards this point of the cave. But you can hear like the rolling of those like animated stones uh, off to the west through the entrance. They followed you through the forest. They were tossing themselves at you on your way through, and you managed to get into here. Um, but you can hear them sort of rolling on the on the rocks. Back rolling stones. You. Rolling stones are here. Everyone. Mm. <laughs> They've probably um. <laughs> Gathered no moss. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, God, that was good. <laughs> that was really good. Uh, what? What's the? Is is there? Um, 
yeah, what do people, what, let's, again, with um, Lovejoy, you're hearing these things, you're seeing this glow. Are you, is there anticipation of what's to the south or are you eager to get in there? Like, mm. I think I want to, I want to get this over with as soon as possible. I don't mean the campaign. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean the kind of the showdown with Harry. Sure. I want to get in there and sorry, I had to sneeze. Um, just get in there and I thought that was me. I get, <laughs> no, it's not so much get fighting, but but find out, you know, exactly what we're up against mm. and and do, yeah, do something to stop Harry. Cool. Do you do, do you head into the the glowing room, or is there something you guys want to do before heading in? I, I turn to Gildan and to Biko, and I'm going to try and make a Churchill like wartime speech, except much shorter. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say. What we have through there is pure, unmitigated evil, and it is our swarm duty. I'm just telling you now, it's our duty to, to stop him. We knew he was a wrong one from the minute we met him. Are we going to let him destroy well, this beautiful town with all them beautiful people? I'm angry, and I hope you're angry too. And if you follow me, I can't promise you'll live, but we'll put up a damn good fight. Beautiful love, Joy. George! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but isn't he? Harry's. We never. About? We didn't think he was a bad guy. Sorry, what's that, Gildan? We didn't think uh, Harry was a bad guy, did we? I did. I did. I. I always knew. You. You, you fellas. No. You fellas. know I knew. We'll stop him in time, though. So it should be fine. Well, we will if we stop fucking guessing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, with the sounds. So of you the... want to kill him? Yes. No, well, not. Not. No. Not necessarily, no. but I do want to stop him from uh, his quest, which is clearly he wants to gain all the magic, become all-powerful, because he's, he's a fucked-up childhood, isn't it? I reckon if he said he was going for a bath, he might be still getting changed. We can stop him before he gets in. Biko, and, Biko, Biko. I want to know? see him naked. <laughs> the, the bath is a metaphor for a bath of magic. It's That's not really a metaphor if it's still a bath, but... It's instead of water, it's magic. Oh, he'll still He's be g- naked though, right? We can only hope. <laughs> well, let's just let's just have a look. What's like, it? I think it's going to be Harry in there, and we go from there. You heard King Pal. He said, "Stop, Harry." Yeah, the motive, the the, the, the urgency definitely was killed after King Pal did plead for you to stop him. There was definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm with you, Lovejoy. Let's go in there and stop Harry. All right. Okay, Gilda. I'm going to charge, but I'm going to, the closer I get to kind of a, an opening where I could be seen, I'm going to hug the wall tight and try and peek around a corner to get a glimpse of old blue balls. <laughs> uh, okay, great. Yeah, the, the, as the, the sound of these stones rolling along the rock behind you, you move towards the entrance into that cave with the blue glow and you peer around the corner and that familiar space that you were in before is completely different now to the last time you were in here. Instead of the faint glow from a slowly dripping stalactite, uh, this time this entire sort of cathedral-like space is filled with the blue glow. The deep basin beneath the stalactite uh, which was empty last time you uh, stepped foot in here, is now full almost to the top. And standing waist deep inside that pool, near the edge of the, the rim, is Harry. Um, waist deep? Well, yeah, but he does look like he's he's 
derobed. He's standing waist deep in this. He doesn't. Mm. He doesn't have his normal armor or anything on. But is it like is the Can water up out? to his pelvis or just below his? <laughs> no, it's above. Yeah. You're not seeing his cock and balls. They are. <laughs> okay. They That's are well important, important to know. Dunked within the magical. What kind of a fantasy is this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be like Harry. I'm coming in. You decent? <laughs> um, he sees. He, he he hears you and sees you as you enter. Uh, Does he? I was I was trying not to. Well, you oh, Gildan, Gildan. Gildan's just gone and asking about a bath. So, um, oh, but you could be you could be yeah you could be hidden by by, by all means if you want Lovejoy. Um, Gildan's gone and. Um, Gildan, Harry just looks at you while he's standing near the uh, sort of within the basin near the edge of this basin, um, waist deep in this magical fluid, and he just he he smiles at you. It's this it's this purely innocent smile, and his eyes he's just so full of happiness. He you can see the joy. The he's wanted this. His you can't see his joy. That's underneath the water. The he's clearly wanted the ability to have magic his whole life, and he believes this is that moment that he smiles at the happiness on his face as he takes another step forward, getting deeper into that uh, deeper. The, the magic-filled uh, basin before just dropping down beneath the surface of the fluid. Oh right, he goes under the... He, completely under the fluid. He, he goes under, fluid. yeah. He's like eight foot tall, isn't he? He's, yeah, he's like seven foot tall, yeah. Seven, eight. Oh, is that all? Okay. <laughs> like Shaq. It's yeah, like a Shaq. Yeah, yeah. Shaq in a bird bath. I didn't think it would be that deep. It was a, I think it was like a 10 foot, I think I, um, when I originally talked about it, it was like a 10 foot deep basin underneath the stalactite. So it's a pretty deep um, mm. basin. Uh, the, the sound of these stones uh, continue rolling up and they're getting closer and closer and, and Lovejoy, you turn to look. Um, and it's just the sea of these uh, animated stones now just covering the floor, uh, covering the sea. cavern floor. It's just like a, it's just fully covered. This entire sort of entranceway back would be considered like difficult terrain. Oh, they're behind us. They're coming yeah. from where we were. Yeah, yeah. They've, been, they've followed you all in from, from the forest, back from Harry's uh, cabin. Um, what are you guys thinking? What's, what's going through everyone's mind at the moment? The... Harry is beneath the surface of this magic. What is uh, there? Is there a want? That's of... bad stuff. I I've read this book, and that is connected directly to Aristel, who is, in fact, a baddie. Yeah, Gilda, I think you're right. Remember those bodies we looked at? And they all got all messed up, and those organs were under. Yeah, this isn't good. Like we yes. need to wash them off pretty quick. Wash them off. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any like a bottle of water? Oh. I love joy. Your little, your little sippy bottle. Oh my you god! Use that. I absolutely didn't think this could. And I, like a hose, I could put my thumb <laughs> over the end of it so it like sprays out like a bit higher pressure. Do um, it. Yeah, dilute it at hiding. least. We can cleanse him, and he can turn back into Harry, normal guy. He's sad, but he's yeah. he's dangerous. Cleanse him. That is his last name, I think. We never caught his last name, but I hope it was normal guy. <laughs> fit right in, fit right in as a fur bog. <laughs> and if, well, if it goes south, we could use the other end and just set the whole thing on fire. Like that magic blue yeah, stuff. Is this blue stuff flammable? flammable? Definitely. Yeah. It's blue. Yeah. I was just thinking it would be quite Can't funny wait. if I used my last spell slot on um, Detect Magic. 
<laughs> um, bubbles start rising up out of the. Uh, oh, he's dropped one. He's dropped his guts. Uh, bubbles start rising up. Out of the, that's flammable. That's flammable. <laughs> uh, and the, as the and the water level, as these bubbles start uh, bubbling up to the surface, the water level starts to recede. Well, the magic level it's not really water, but the magic level starts receding down into the basin. Um, and slowly you can see it get to a point where you see Harry's hunched form. You can see uh, his blue fur appearing. And it looks like the water isn't just receding, but being absorbed down into Harry. Um, Does he have a distended belly? He's rolling around. <laughs> as, the, <laughs> as, the, <laughs> as the liquid disappears uh, completely. Um, completely? Yeah, he's he's drank ten <laughs> cubic feet. He wasn't you of water. May I, I just want to repeat: it's when eight I, feet when deep. I, when I said the water was receding into him, I don't mean he was sitting there going goop goop goop, get like drinking it. <laughs> he's butt shaking it. How the fuck <laughs> is he drinking it? That's what you have implied. Though. It is being like sponges, right? It is just goop, yeah, goop. yeah. It is basically just moving down like and Kirby. receding into him, and he, he despite. Having just been completely covered in this magical fluid, his fur doesn't seem to be wet in any way, and it, despite like looking, despite looking matted, um, and he he stands up. He's the ultimate clock. <laughs> he, he he's st- standing up. He stands up. His wrestler name, the ultimate cloth. <laughs> uh, he stands up, uh, and so now you're seeing his his. Full form, you can describe that however you want to describe it. Oh my god. Look, it's another mushroom, just as big as King Pat. <laughs> and twice as angry. No, he's really excited. Um, he opens his eyes, uh, and he no longer has that sort of gentle look on his face that you're used to. Um, his eyes are now glowing just this unsettlingly bright blue colour. Um, and there's like a, a beat, just a moment before you notice this blue steam sort of uh, rising up off him, but it's not evaporating. It's kind of wisping and billowing around him. Um, And it twists and turns. And within all of the steam that seems to be coming off uh, his entire body, um, this, uh, it sort of starts creating a form. Um, And it's it's almost like... What the steam does. This, yeah, there's like the steam that's billowing all around him, but this bluish form is now forming around Harry himself. Um, and as the form starts to solidify more around him, you can hear Harry's bones snapping and cracking into place as he contorts himself to fill the form that the aura has taken. Um, what you see now in front of you... Oh, Harry is a being, a, a, a bipedal being that seems to be cloaked. Uh, this aura, this this magic has formed not just a figure, but this cloak around this figure. Um, he has what looks to be a long flowing white beard, but it's made out of the same magical ethereal sort of steam that is, was coming up off Harry. Um, and where the face should be, there is no obvious flesh, just a, a skull with dark, recessed eyes. And within the holes on its face, beneath where the eyes should be, you see a terrified and pained look 
on the eyes of Harry within this shell. Are you in there, Harry? Okay. <laughs> I've just chucked the, uh, the the token down. Uh, oh God, that's horrifying. I don't think he is okay. Yeah. It was um, when I heard his bones rupturing that I thought maybe he's not okay. <laughs> I think you're right, Lovejoy. Even a physician with your immense skill, Biko, would, would struggle to put this kind of thing together. Yeah, what does Biko make of it with all of the books he hasn't read? Yeah, the first bone crack, he's like, yeah, he'll be fine. The the numerous ones after that, he's like, oh, that sounds like I've done it wrong again. <laughs> sounds like failure. Yeah. yeah. Ultimate chiropractor. <laughs> On the ultimate cloth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, immovable force! This is this. Who are you? You shout out, and he looks. Yeah. He looks sort of up towards uh, where you're standing now, and he looks at the two of you, um, and almost instinctively, he just looks directly at you, Lovejoy. He knows you're there. Oh, he can off. sense you there. This is, uh, gigs up! I, I move into <clears> full view. <laughs> um, he looks at you, and he speaks in this deep voice it's in celestial so uh, I believe the only person that can understand him will be uh, Gildan um, and he says yeah again he says I don't have time for this I'll deal with you and then the shackles that bind the rest of me he looks a bit like Skeletor doesn't he let's just bring him back up for you if you want to he said he's going to um Deal with us and then uh, remove shackles for the rest of him. Hey, I'm going to talk back in Celestial. Hey, where is the rest of you? Um, <laughs> he ignores he ignores what you say and just brings his hand up and forms this mystical, it's, be- it's beautiful, this gem of pure, shiny light. And he just brings his hand up and forms it between his fingers. And I'm just going to need a wisdom saving throw from each of you. you. You're looking at it in his hand. It is beautiful. It's mesmerizing. I almost don't even want to make the save. <laughs> I haven't. Because that's a total of seven. Eight total. Okay. We will... Um, Six plus five for ten. We will roll <clears throat> uh, for initiative, I think. Oh, Okay. This sounds positive. Biko remembers to click his token. Ah, 19 all up. Biko rolls. Love going three. first. <laughs> Such an uninspiring <laughs> wank job. <laughs> Is that your opening action? Been <laughs> 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 yeah. stuck in another realm for oh, it's millennia. Forgot about this, though, haven't you? Huh? <laughs> Um, Imagine all right. if that saved us. Imagine <laughs> if he ejaculated all the blue magic back into the pool and it was just hairy at the end. <laughs> it was just like the wax dart had been unsealed. <laughs> yeah. uh, at the top, but what we'll do, because it's, uh, I guess, Lovejoy, you, you, we'll let you go first. I wasn't sure if I was going to make that a surprise attack from him first, but I think you see him raise his hand. Um, mm. and start forming something. You guys have all done the roles that we'll keep for when it is uh, this possessed Harry. Uh, it's it's his turn. But Lovejoy, we'll go with you first. Mm. Mm. 
I am going to, <coughs> seeing him raise his big shiny claw, I'm going to start running this way behind him so that he's kind of, at least has to think about who he's going to hurl something at. Mm. Um, and then as I get to here, which I think would be around about the max movement I can have, I'm going to cast, shit, I guess this is, fuck, oh, I've got two spell <clears throat> slots left and I'm going to use one of them. I'm going to have to use one of them to cast Mage Armor on myself. Okay. Sting. When was the last time you used it? Last eight hours. Yeah, I think I used it a long time ago. Like, more oh. than a day. So yeah, that's my action. Okay. Um, it is this possessed version of Harry's turn and he's formed this this crystal, this beautiful shining crystal. Um, you've all rolled wisdom saving throws of eight, a three, and a three. Um, no, I got a ten. Yeah. Oh, wait, sorry, ten. Ten and eight. Oh, wait, what? Oh, wait, what am I? I was looking yeah. at your initiative, sorry. Uh, seven, ten, and eight. Um, the, the, there's, a, there's a want and an anticipation of wanting this, this gem that he's uh, holding up, and you just can't uh, help um, but move towards it. You move, in a, you move towards it in an incredibly safe manner. You're not going to trip down into this basin, but you do, without keeping an eye off it, you move towards it. Um, I like your sparkly gem. Does it go on your gem? <laughs> it's own. Um, it's a nice gem. It looks expensive. So you all, yeah, so all of you find yourself within five feet of this being now. Um, Gildan, uh, it's your turn. You can have another try at a wisdom saving throw. Uh, okay. In fact, while you were in the state, that's basically all you can do at the end of your turns. For the whole turn. The, yeah, yeah. This is how you can. Oh, what did I get? Turn. A thirteen plus five for eighteen. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you managed to like your hand is like reaching out for it, and uh, and you suddenly manage to just break free of that hold. But that is the end of your turn, uh, Biko. It's your turn. Biko's stooping forwards towards the gym. Oh, yeah, that's mine. That's my one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give us a um, wisdom saving throw. Uh, Biko rolls a total of four. Uh, told you it was mine. You're like on your tippy toes, like just <laughs> trying to reach at it, trying to snatch it. But it's just just always out of reach. My God, you got, you need it. You must. This is the most you've wanted anything, including mushrooms or a lack of books. You, this is it. This is the pinnacle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lovejoy. Dex. Uh, wisdom saving, wisdom saving throw, throw, right? Wisdom saving throw, yeah. Ooh, 18 plus 1 for 19. Okay, that is uh, that is the end of your turn as you snap out of... Uh, Wait a minute. This is one of them fucking tricks I've heard about. Um, and as you say that, you're like looking at him and he just disappears and there is just a thunderclap of sound. Uh, can I get a constitution saving throw um, from everybody? 13. 14 for Biko. Uh, he just disappears from ten, sight. 10 oh, minus. What did you say? Uh, 10 minus 2. I got an 8. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, I have a plus 2. That's weird. Oh, what? It says a 6 plus 2 you rolled. Oh, anyway, um, okay. Can I Whatever. get... Uh, 
three. Actually, I'll roll it since, like I said, is his roll to make, um, as it is damage on each of you. Each failed the roll and take three d ten damage, which I am. Well, I guess we won't find out how this one ends, Jack. <laughs> that thunderclap uh, just rings well, this out. This is how it ends. Just against the edges of the basin. He just disappears and appears uh, at the top of the basin. Sounds like my mornings. Down at you, all three <laughs> in the basin. You take a total of 23 damage each. Oh, uh, is that all? Yeah. I've got 24 hit points, you idiot. <laughs> How do I go into the negatives? I've never done this before. Oh well, you just you just go to zero. You just go to zero. Isn't there some rule about if it's a certain amount past zero, you're fucked? Yeah, if it's like double your HP max, twice your maximum HP. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Or okay, your maximum HP and negative. Yeah. Uh, um, how's Biko? Biko um, is embraced by the sound and is instantly KO'd as in a dying state. As, and it's the same for. Uh, Lovejoy. Okay. Um, whose turn are we? <gasps> it's uh, Gildan's turn. Have <laughs> 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 they both died? Have you guys died? <laughs> no, no response. I suppose. Uh, yeah, they're, unco- like they're unconscious. They're in. They're in dying states. Oh, unconscious. Okay. <laughs> Well, I guess no. I guess it's dying state. It's not unconscious yet. So yeah, you're you're probably hurting. <laughs> uh, I'm going to. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Biko's right next to me. I'm going to pull out the potion from my pocket and uh, uncork it and pop it into his mouth. Open. I'm going to tilt his head back like this. Uh, open the jaw. Uh. <laughs> Pop the uh, potion in. It's like a little baby. <laughs> glug, 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 glug. Um, and then I'm going to put him in the recovery position. It's very safe. Roll him onto his side. Potion. It's very by the book. Joke. I'm going to look up the rice principles. <laughs> some ice on his. Uh... <laughs> he has done a four, first aid course at the church. Uh, then I'm going to, for my movement, I'm going to. Is that my full action? I suppose. Uh, Yes, putting someone into the recovery and start position. slapping him. Why is this camp getting put in the recovery position and <laughs> getting slapped? <laughs> How much um, was it? Just a normal potion of healing? What was the potion that you were? Yeah. Oh well, look at it. that's right. That's an actual thing. Is it's my only potion of healing? Uh, yeah. What does it say? Two d four plus two. Nice. Give us a two d four plus two, please. Reese. Magical red fluid. Woohoo. Um, I'm going to go with 2d4 plus 2. There's a 1d4 and there's 2d4. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> so that's a total of 4. <laughs> You're all two ones. Two ones. Okay. Going, <laughs> whoa, thanks, get, whoa, whoa. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> you work with some talented actors, don't you, Reagan? <laughs> we are incredible. <laughs> Uh, but it's Biko's turn. Biko, you've just like been helped through some immense pain, um, but with four hit points remaining, you're still not feeling that great, to be honest. Uh, Biko's whole 
failured life flashes before his eyes as he's rested back into the realm of the living um, and he hurts himself a little bit but not enough other people notice <laughs> oh guys shit um, and for some uncanny reason his physicianing kicks in and he sees the the limp pile that is Lovejoy he's going to scramble around and he's going to kick into his slap him. Um, slapping and physicianing <laughs> techniques uh, and he's going to be using his uh, healer's kit and he's going to assess his wounds and try to remember what his father told him about don't slap too hard <laughs> You're trying to just stabilize. I'll slap this side. You slap that side. Yeah, he's going to try and stabilize him. Yeah, you, you can absolutely use your uh-huh. healer's kit to stabilize uh, as the action, as your action. So um, you're no longer in a dying state, but you do sort of pass out into unconsciousness. You're in a unconscious state now. Um, love joy. Um, Gildan, the, I think. Oh, sorry. Carry on. Gildan, I think. He's not the dead dead, but he's still, like, really messed up. Can you, like, do the... Peel or zam, please? Uh, I'm too tired. (laughs) Maybe um, after a long rest, I'll be able to do that. Honestly, I'm just a bit tired, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, I wish I could. I can't be fucked. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll keep applying more bandages. Let me know when you feel better, Gildan. Um, Aristotle... Or, well, there's, there's no hiding it. It's Aristal, or at least a version of Aristal. Looks down at you three in the basin, clearly frustrated that uh, you were strong enough to withstand that. He just sort of like, there's like an ethereal um, nature. It does, it's not that he's walking back down to your level. He sort of floats uh, back down to your level um, and strikes out. Get him. Uh, strikes out forms this club, this this ethereal club at its side, and in a swift move, moves between both Biko uh, and Gildan, at, r- striking out uh, with this what? with this club. Uh, Biko, it is a roll of a sixteen. Uh, that beats my armor class, if that's what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm looking for. Um, doing a uh, total of. Three damage on you. Um, sorry, well, just... lucky you got four hit points. Uh, there is a, a roll of. Uh, sorry, that didn't roll. It's making weird, annoying. Didn't roll. Noise. Looks like a crit fail to me. What the fuck are you talking about? Someone's no, I was. I was. Right. I, I didn't click. I didn't click the right thing in there. Oh, 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 no, I, I clicked the wrong decade, thing. Suddenly, doesn't know how to roll the dice. Okay. Does it look like the previous thing that I rolled? No. If you want, we can click me a one. There you go. It's still a one. It's still a one, even with that. Um, it just brings that club down in front of Gildan. To his own balls. <laughs> Actually, that's right. I've got to roll a d100, don't I? Let's have a look. I could really away do with uh, some defeated. wild magic. That's a pretty pretty bad thing. Uh, bad roll. He um, just brings that club down onto the rocks, and it just sort of shatters in an ethereal kind of explosion. Um, and there's there's like a clear frustration growing with with this being uh, Gildan. He's standing directly in front of you at this point. Oh, okay, I look up uh, after like in between slapping Lovejoy, trying to bring him back to life, and look up, and I'm just going to say like, "Get out of here." Pelor, make him make him get out of here, and I'm 
I'm going to do uh, well, my biggest channel divinity <coughs> oh, yeah. uh, thing. I can only do it once per long rest. It's pretty much the only magic I've got left. Uh, that is called Radiance of the Dawn. And it gets rid of um, magical darkness. But more importantly, he has to do a, I think it's a con save? Yes. Yeah, a con save of 13. Or take 2d10 plus 3 damage. Damn, that's some good damage. Uh, that is a fail. He's he's only rolled uh, an 8 here. Um, oh. How much? He takes 20 radiant damage. What does that Jesus look like? Christ. What does that look like? This is my biggie. I'm like, get out of here with my great acting. And Pelor shows up and goes, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it just like appears like, boom. <laughs> This is the one time that Pilo actually shows up. Wow, wow. I think, Biko, you, you for the first time now, have seen Pilo as well. Uh, Lovejoy, this would blow your mind if you were conscious, but Pilo has just formed at the beck and call of, of Gildan. Gildan, is this the first time you've seen Pilo? I see him all the time. I thought he was uh, one of those things that you talk to him a lot, but you never really got a response directly, right? Yeah, he's normally... Uh, no, he doesn't listen to me. Yeah. And he's not he's not responding to me now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, not often he just talks boring shit about light. But So I'm kind of used to him, but I do think he's pretty great. Okay. I think it doesn't work for me. Um, okay. Holy <laughs> shit. Pilo! <laughs> um, great. Yeah, the, um, this... Radiant light just like shines out from Pilor, and and Aristal puts his sort of ghostly arms, and this is when you're seeing like it's not just uh, one elbow. There's like joints all up Pilo, uh, up Aristal's arms. He's quite a dis- disgusting joints. creature, yeah. Um, and so there's this this weird kind of like positioning of arms to get it up into that, oh. and you can and you can understand now what those breaking sounds were for for Harry. Um, He's got multiple do, elbows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but you, Jeremy. yeah, yeah. And so you've done twenty damage, and that has definitely hurt um, Aristotle Biko. All right, Biko's pretty sure he's hallucinating on those mushrooms again. <clears throat> Uh, seeing a giant candle appear and his head being smacked around and underground lightning and he's going to use his um, uncoordinated uh, super ability to disengage uh, and he's going to retreat to the back of the cave um, and he's just going to panic. Shit, guys! He's going to point at these epic creatures in their their battle. Um, And... And um, Aristal, furious with Gilda, just reaches for him, grabs him by the armor, and lifts back and just smashes his his face uh, down into into Gildan's. Uh, so this is a d20 plus. Do I haven't written that one down? A fourteen. That's a miss. That's well, a miss. It probably hits his head on the corner of my candle. Right. Does that? Candle gets stuck in his eye socket. <laughs> no, it just sort of like passes through. He's like trying to strike down with you with the t- these two massive uh, connecting headbutts, and with f- frustration, he just lets you go and floats off, opening for an attack if you want to attack. Um, floats yeah, off. Yeah, I'll attack him. Pilor, 
Uh, it's just a cantrip, but it's okay. sacred flame. So he needs to do a dex save of 13. A 15. Oh, okay, um, so he won't take any damage. He just floats over to a cowering Biko. Uh, oh, would have been an 8. Uh, Biko, your turn. Uh, Biko's got his back to the wall, and he wrestles in his own mind as he's seen Pilo appear and then disappear. And Gildan's still fighting on, and his fallen comrade behind him, and he's gonna lash out with his mushroom filleting knife. Ah, just go away! Um, and attack with a mundane choppity chop. Okay, <laughs> give us a roll to her chop. And he hit. Hopefully, he hits with an eighteen. That's, that is a hit. That is a hit. You well, managed to slice. Uh, into whatever it is that's in front of you. It looks like I didn't click the button to do damage as well. Do I click a... You should just be able to click the damage button. section. I'm going to click the... No. I'm going to click the button again. All right. Uh, let's take uh, seven piercing, and with his uh, angangliness, he's going to use his swashbuckling feet to do his two points of sneak damage when there is no bad guys within five feet. Uh, he is within five feet, though. But no other guys are there. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, I'll dump the thing into the chat. Oh, yeah, cool. I, I trust you. I trust you. So it's another two points of damage on top. Um, you notice that as your blade passes through him, um, it comes out the side of him with both red and uh, blue kind of liquid on. It looks like you've managed to cut through and it, there's blood on there but there's also some of that magical stuff that you saw that came out of King Pal and it disappears and sort of into mist but that blood just splatters against the rock at your side. It's like a snake bite we have to suck it out of him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, um, that's what he's going to ask for next round. <laughs> We got this, Gildan! <laughs> Shit! Um, having just been attacked uh, and at the top of the order again, <clears throat> he grabs uh, Biko by the collar. Oh, my God. And does a crit fail. He's going to attack twice. First is the crit fail, followed by... Uh, Second attack is against himself. Four. It, this this great being is having absolute trouble just connecting. He's been asleep for a while. Yes. Um, his first attack is like arms are asleep. He just aims for your face, Biko, and he brings his head down to try and connect some of that disgusting bone, magical bone kind of defaced head into yours, and you just dodge to the side, and he just cracks into the rock wall behind you and he brings his face back and there's just like a crack now down the, the bony exterior of his skull. So he has taken um, a, a couple of points of damage from that as well. Uh, Gildan, we're back with you. Oh, okay. Is there any way that I can bring Lovejoy back to... Only if you've got some sort of healing... You've got a cantrip of healing? Oh, so I can't, like... I'll look it up. Am I just out of it now? Do I just... Well, just, just it's okay. Just hold on a little bit. You're stabilized, I suppose. Yeah, you're stabilized. So, uh, if you're not healed, you regain one hit point after one d four hours. <laughs> so you're not out. 
Give in us, game hours or real hours? Or? Give us a uh, 1d4, please, uh, Lovejoy. Okay. If this battle goes, if he keeps getting two hours, guys. Right? <laughs> uh, Gilded. Just hold him off for two hours. What have we got here, Gilded? Uh, Sacred Flame. Sacred Flame again. So he has to do a dexterity save. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, he's rolled an 18. Oh, okay. Well, he doesn't get hurt. I'm going to try and pick up Lovejoy and Toss walk backwards the... out of the cave. Okay. Toss me into the lake. <laughs> the lake of fire. Not when you're unconscious. Uh, no, I'm going to carry him. Into... I'm going to try and drag him. It's like a reverse Captain to Dan, the south. Forrest Gump. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'll chop your legs off. Uh, Biko, one, another turn from Biko. Uh, Biko's seen this nightmarish creature in front of him. And he he thought he did a pretty great stab, um, and he's fearing for his life. So he's going to make out like he's going to attack and then like half fall back on his ankle and nearly fall over and use his fancy footwork to disengage uh, without prompting an attack at an opportunity. And he's going to scoot to the north um, and just call back at the big creature as he sees his compatriots uh, escaping to the south. You're shit! Okay. Um seeing all of these uh, attacks just fail over and over again you can hear him muttering something there's a reluctance to do the thing that he he wants to do and and in Celestial um, Gildan he's like I was saving this for my shackles and he raises his hands up and they sort of join together into this solid glow um, and again he just disappears and just appears in front of Biko and just cracks these this like mound of uh, bone that he's formed around his fist just smacking them into Biko's uh, face and then disappears again in front of Gildan and smashes it into uh, Gildan's face this is a move he can choose not to miss it's not a roll to hit kind of deal it only does about eight damage it's like five to eight all? damage and um, i want to <laughs> choose um, not to miss <laughs> yeah it's not a it's a spell so it's not a uh, roll to hit kind of situation um it's a very high level spell um mm-hmm. and, and uh, so what was what was the situation with the the health left over because you had like two left over one left over Gildan, you had one left over as well I've got one as well, yes. Okay. The real big one, though. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, each, this, thing just, one. this thing just hits into you. The, the, the strange thing, Biko, is the, the, what this thing looks like. It looks like it should have delivered something that should have killed you outright. But as Aristotle appears in front of you, it almost plays out in slow motion as you see this bone... Uh, monstrosity like being thrown into your face and you can see through the voids in Aristotle's eyes just to see this concerned and worried look from from Harry um, and it's almost thanks to Harry that this thing is maybe this punch has been pulled it's enough to knock you unconscious onto the ground it drops you to zero hit points you're not in a dying state you're just in an unconscious state almost as if this was Harry trying to save you in some way but Aristotle disappears and Gildan you suffer the same fate and you see that same thing 
the pleading eyes of forgiveness from Harry from within the voidless eyes of, of Aristal before everything goes black and you two fall unconscious. Um, the last thing that you guys hear before fully falling unconscious is Aristotle's moving out of this room and the sound of this, the sea of animated stones rolling across the ground with him exiting uh, the cave. And it just gets distant and distant. It could be the, uh, the fact that they are just moving further away from you or that maybe it's just you finally dropping into full unconsciousness. Um, and it could be minutes, uh, it could be hours later, uh, when it's about, it's about an hour and a half later. Not, we're not even going to say the full two hours. You don't, you don't know how much time. It definitely hasn't been two hours. <laughs> that, um, that something, something stirs uh, within the cave. Um, and, you can, and there's a form that is dragging itself into this room. This is not something you're seeing. This is me more telling a, a, a story of, of what's happening around your unconscious bodies. There is a form that is just reaching out and dragging itself into this this area, which is a lot darker than now that the liquid is gone. And it drags over itself over to Biko and puts an, a sort of tries its best to hold on to Biko as he continues dragging itself over to the other two, Gildan and Lovejoy, unconscious near the southern end of the uh, this room, and this creature places Biko down next to the two of you and lifts its mushroom head up and shudders and this cloud of spores erupts out from King Pal and lands down on all of you. It's his final final thing that he can do to help. Um, the spores... Take, oh, sorry? Take ten poison damage. <laughs> yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Uh, a warmth spreads over your unconscious bodies um, and you awaken, but you awaken feeling amazing. This, this last-ditch effort from King Pal to help acts like a long rest and you are fully back to fighting fit form. And not only that, but I've been waiting for you to have a long rest. I thought you would have a long rest back at uh, the... Um, the goblin sort of encampment. Um, so this also comes with a level up for level four. Wow! Oh, wow. <laughs> I, d- I did not expect. <laughs> wow. Thanks, King Pal. So he slithered over like a, like a big tube mm. and then had a big shudder. <laughs> you look, you do see him now. Well, he that- lifted his mushroom head. <laughs> yeah. This better be King Pal. <laughs> You do see now that his face is fully healed over. The, his arm is now laying next to just this large mushroom, just this dead mushroom. It's very nice of him, considering we killed him, isn't it? Well, really, really quite lovely. King Pell, I always told you guys. <laughs> well, we'll start, we'll start with um, Biko, since we've kind of already had a quick chat about it uh, previously. Um, Biko, what, what's... What's the uh, level up for a level four rogue? So level four rogue, uh, I have the option for ability score improvement or a feat. Mm -hmm. Uh, Biko has chosen a feat. He's remembered some of his childhood training around 
do actually heal them properly as opposed to don't heal them very well and bandage things that don't need bandaging. Mm -hmm. So he's taken uh, the healer feat. Um, and I get some sweet HP. And that's kind of it. Uh, I was I was wondering if there was going to be any extra proficiency bonus or any sort of sneak attack bonus, but it's uh, it's um, really just that feat. But it's a good feat. Mm, um, oh, there's a table for the old, yeah. Proficiency and sneak attack are the same. Plus two and two d six. Yeah. Um, and there he goes. All right. Classic Biko. He's got a maximum HP now of thirty five. Oh With right, yeah. Sweet dwarven ancestry. Okay, which is pretty sweet. What's there he is. Oh, yeah, okay. Sweet. Um, Gildan with the, the cleric role moving up to level four. I'm just bringing up some information on my side as well. What do we got? Um, I'm just trying to... I hadn't really considered getting a feat, but I'm looking at what they are. Oh, so yeah. Okay. If um, it wasn't a feat, then I'd just be increased my strength by one and my comb by one. But, okay. Hmm, it might be good. You also get uh, an extra second level spell and an extra cantrip. Oh, another cantrip. Another cantrip. Okay. Uh, but yeah, feel feel free to take a look at uh, feats. Um, if you want for now, you can um, boost your ability score and then we can come back to a feat if you find one that we uh, agree would be a good fit. Yeah, I was looking at Heavy Armor Master. What does that one do? And if, if you get hit, you don't roll your shoulder. Oh, <laughs> shit. Is that what you're going to prove? Yep, that's it, that's it. <laughs> it reduces it by three. The I know that three. one all too well. <clears throat> yeah. I was making him die. It's a good one. It's a uh, real yeah. good one that annoys DMs. <laughs> but I would yeah, allow maybe. it. I would I would allow it. It, fit, it fits with um, Gildan, I think. Yeah, he's heavily armoured. Mm. Mm. Yeah, otherwise I don't know. Tough. There's one called Tough. There's plenty of them. So okay, we'll have a, have a bit of oh, a hit point look. maximum. Uh, yeah. So your hit points went up to was it thirty one? Was it? Yes. Okay. And I found out that if you increase your con, it retroactively increases. Yeah, man. It does. The HP. It does. Get them HP. So, so if you wanted that ability yeah. score improvement, that could that might possibly help you out health wise too. Yes. However, what was it? Heavy armor master that oh that increases your strength, but one of them increases your con, and that would also do the same thing. Mm, yep. Oh, we'll have a look yeah. at it. We'll go over to uh, Lovejoy, uh, sorcerer. Right, you've got sorcery points. Mm. Uh, mm. Level four. Level four. What do we got? Uh, do you have that up in front of you, or do you need me to sort of go through? <laughs> For for our podcast listeners, he's eating a, uh, <laughs> a nice pot. That's what you've you been. Eating? That's what you've been hearing in the background of uh, both. Oh, music. could you hear all that? <laughs> well, could you hear like slurping the gagging sounds? Yeah, yeah, the choking. <laughs> <laughs> you <didn't... laughs> How are your tonsils? <laughs> Push back into the roof of the mouth. Um, <laughs> So I also have the option of a feat or um, two ability score mm. um, options. I, I have been struggling to even find the feats, to be honest. I've got the player's handbook digitally in front of me. I've got the fucking page one six five builder. Hmm? Page one six five. Yeah. Sorry, I've, I've got it digitally. Um, let me just the middle. 
It's just, uh, this will be thrilling, thrilling listening on the phone. Um, <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah, yeah, I am. Can you do a search um, for a word? Uh, I did. I tried to search for feats. Search for dungeon it. delver. Gildan does like feats. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What would it be under? Uh, probably just feats. Do you, do you know feats. what? I'll just go ability score improving. Hey. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like if you, can't, if you can't find them, you don't deserve one, I think. I think that's, I mean, I think that's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go Dex, and we've had to do a bunch of wisdom, and the type of character this um, Aristotle is, I feel like we might be asked to make more wisdom saves. Just a guess. Mm. So I'm going to go Dex and wisdom. Okay. Are you, also, you also get another uh, cantrip? I know what I get. Okay. Well, okay. well, after the feats conversation, I wasn't sure if you knew where we were at. But I'm also just sort of like saying it for the viewers as well and the and the listeners. So, um, an extra sorcery point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Wilder extra, magic. <laughs> yeah, and an extra level two spell slot. Yeah, yeah. I, you took the words right out of me. I was just about to explain all of those things. Well, yeah, because it sounded like you just. Wanted to tell me you already knew what it was. Hey, sometimes I can't control what you think you are picking up from me, but it couldn't be further from the truth. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll have a wee look at the cantrips and spells, and I'll, I'll make some educated decisions. Okay, okay. That sounds good. Dancing um, lights, that looks good. I'll get that. Take detect magic again. <laughs> double down on it. Double down, delicious. Mm, um, Absorb elements. Detect double down. That's a different spell. It's slight. It's only a little different. Yeah, it's a bit more of a perception check, to be honest. You cast detect um, magic twice on a piece of meat. <laughs> does Aristel dish out um, cold, acid, fire, lightning, or thunder damage? Not that you've noticed. No, I won't be taking that then. Okay, right, carry on. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's just move some tokens. Is that it? Is that all? I, I seem to remember in Curse of Strad we were getting cool shit every other week, but um, level four is a bit of a just a just a bit of a letdown. Level <laughs> letdown. <laughs> well, it was gifted from a dying magical being this time. So from I think a magic it's one mushroom. of the good ones. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, depending yeah. on 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 your build, it's pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if you know what a feat is. <laughs> I know what it is. I just couldn't find it in this book. It makes you poorly laid out book. <laughs> Got two of them, don't I? <laughs> we had a creature opportunity to six level looks mm. good. Could we just do that instead? Just jump like up to a six. Cool thing. Oh, yeah. It's six level. What do you get? We just need to find the queen. Well, they that. are magic spores. Bend luck. Starting at six level, you have the ability to twist fate using your wild magic. When another creature you can see makes an attack roll or an ability check or a saving throw, I can use my reaction and spend two sorcery points for a one d four, and apply the, I apply the number I roll as a bonus or a penalty to okay. the creature's this roll. This started off very exciting, but I got a little bored by the end of it. To be honest, <laughs> you're joking me. That sounds like a good one. <laughs> Um, <laughs> feel free to take a look at uh, the extra spells or cantrips or feats that you want to um, do. Uh, but yeah, I'm just going to choose ability score for now. You don't know how much time has really passed since um, Aristel knocked all of you unconscious. There is a surprise that you're not dead. You you all thought this is it. We're dead. 
game over. And what is lying next to you now is the last time you saw King Pal, he was outside of this cavern, and now he is nothing more than a, uh, a seven-foot-tall mushroom lying on the ground uh, next to you all. Um, and you groggily all uh, get to your feet. Um, oh, King Pal. Oh, my God, he's fucking dead. He must have... He, he looks like he died trying to save us or something. I'm sorry I doubted you, King Pal. Shriveled up. It's been a real roller coaster for being <laughs> cold in here. <laughs> uh, you guys are also just feeling like amazing, by the way. Like, uh, after having been knocked oh. out, you, it's like I said, it was like a, a long rest. You feel completely and utterly refreshed. Um, you've got all your spell slots, you've got all your health back, you are feeling fantastic. Um, uh, oh, yeah. just backflip. <laughs> okay. Rolls uh, 14. Okay. 14's pretty good. What does is, what is Biko make out of a 14, do you reckon? Uh, Biko's gonna just channel that sportastic energy inside him and bend his spine around and go... And he's gonna spin around vertically. Which oh. is still considered a flip. It's a uh, side flip. Barrel roll. <laughs> That's right, that's right. So he's going to jump up, spin around vertically, and then land at his feet. Be like, guys, we're not dead. We're not dead. Gildan, are you dead? We're not dead. dead. um, I'm not dead. There's something strange. You're all feeling good. Obviously, it's very strange that you're back feeling fantastic after what had just occurred. But there's a... a, Room is dark. The cave is dark. Uh, There's no wind... There's no sort of real sounds. You don't hear any of those stones rolling around. There's something else that's weird, that's out of place. It's not the same as it was. And it's just, it's the fact that there is, there's nothing. There's like, for the last few days, there's always been a pull towards this spot. There's been a pull towards Caldera or this cave. You weren't sure exactly where, but it was probably that void, that tunnel of void. Um, but now there's there's no anger. There's no happiness there's there's nothing there's a there's a lack of any pull any call from caldera did you just end the campaign (laughs) (laughs) the end (laughs) no call guys call waiting do we just win or lose i'm not sure well i gotta say i i gotta apologize to you lovejoy because you were right about Harry in some ways. He he did. What an apology. Go to that bath. If you considered a career in politics, that's the sort of non-apology that most politicians would give. You were right in some ways. I'm sorry you Wrong feel that way. I'm sorry that you were offended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you what, that Harry, he was completely, completely taken over by the magical blue goo and now and, and and at the end it's all coming back to me he he was aristal he was possessed by aristal that evil fucking wronging from the ancient times and, and he was talking about he was talking about the shackles what the shackles does he mean probably his band Is that like a pub <laughs> his band his band <laughs> harry and the shackles yeah yeah he did look That's like he was name. in a band didn't he yeah yeah, blue balls. Um, surely, guys, we've got to get back That's to Caldera terrible. pretty fast. Like, we kind of we kind of dropped the ball on the whole 
protecting the town thing. I don't think we dropped the ball. We were <laughs> we were fucked up beyond all recognition. Fubar. Yeah. Is oh, that's the opposite you know of I winning think... the fight, right? Like my dad always said, like you're lying on the floor bleeding that's not good he was a wise man your father <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> away with words as well but let's not bring words I think that like that <laughs> I think that Harry might have saved us in the end though because did you see when oh you might not have loved Joy but I got punched in the face or something and I could tell I could see Harry in there and he looked regretful I think he was trying not to kill me yeah yeah i think that thunder punch i'm gonna name it could have just taken my head clean yeah. off i'm not sure about just you gilden but my neck's only like this this bit here just gonna make a uh, note thunder punch oh. it was like a bone though right so it was like bone the ultimate thunder bone or something <laughs> <laughs> thunder boner i'll call it there we go jerky slap was one of his moves as well i believe yeah wow um we owe it all to King Pal, guys. I never doubted him, ever. I did. I did doubt him. <coughs> it's, there's something about this place, and there's something about the magic in it. It corrupts everything. You know what they say, Biko? They say absolute power corrupts absolutely. That's you know, good. That, I came up with that. Yeah. I wrote that, yeah. It's probably less applicable than if you're on the floor bleeding. Like, that happens. <laughs> Like, how often do you have absolute power? Look around you, Chief. Yeah. I don't know, Harry. I'm talking about Harry. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I thought yeah. you did. Yeah, I was no, like, okay. do no, that wild no. magic thing? Just throw um, that inside-out move on him. That would have been so appropriate. Because Harry's on the inside, Lovejoy. Ah. Oh, mm. Yeah. Sw- sw- the old switcheroo, they call Gilman, that. You, you mentioned... Know, oh, oh. oh. No, I think I might have about a five-second delay. Uh, <laughs> I'm over the other side of the cave, and yeah. there's an echo. Hey, guys. Um, you know, are you worried about all the people back in village, or, or are they, like, better now? Or we should, should we go see how they are? Yeah, we totally should. Okay. Well, let's get it, let's get out of here then, but... I don't like the uh, I don't like the sound of what we're going to find on the surface. I think we might be in for a very different town than the one we left. Yeah. Do you guys want to help me keep, take King Pal out? No. Let's leave him to rot. He's already dead. But yeah. Why would we drag the body? Mushroom. Oh, you could fillet <laughs> him now. You could fillet him and put him in your bag of holding. Lovejoy, that's such a good idea. <laughs> Biko uh, is going to spend the next five to ten minutes. <laughs> There's no time to waste. <laughs> we this guy, Philip King Pal. Dismembering. Wow, wow, uh, wow. A close friend, King Pal. <laughs> Saviour of saviours. And his Biko just cross-legged next to him, slowly carving pieces off him. This is where his face was. This We'll just put that in the bag of holding. <laughs> Oh, a mushroom face. This will be really helpful. <laughs> he just looks like a mushroom now, though, right? He does. He does, he like does just look like a mushroom now. Yeah. yeah. Does um, he? There's no face. There's no yeah. face. It's all sealed over. It's uh, He is what he would have been, uh, although much larger probably, thanks to Aristotle's power. Um, he would have been what he was before the magic touched him. Sorry. In bad places. <laughs> yeah. Just leave his bulbuloid. Whatever. Yeah. Just filleting the shaft. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Uh, there's, there's like a moment you you you're starting to get used to that um, <clears throat> that that nothingness that you're used to outside of Caldera. It was always like that before you got near Caldera, but having been with that feeling for so long and it fluctuate between different emotions, now having that silence took a little bit of uh, getting used to, and you're finding some <clears throat> peace with that while you're carving away parts of King Pal. Um, <laughs> the other two, I don't know, watching, I guess, or. Uh, just taking a look around the... Dry reaching. I'm just watching. <laughs> um, can I just get a constitution saving throw from the three of you, please? I knew this was coming, didn't I? Because it's what so it disgusting. Say? wasn't one of the ones I raised, but it's a shame. Um, it's a, oh, not a natural 20, an unnatural 20. 17 plus it is 3. 20. <clears throat> Be careful, a total of 7. As you're enjoying that, that sort of nothingness, there is an intensity of feelings and emotions that just suddenly slam into you. Um, uh, Biko and, and Lovejoy, with your rolls of 14 and 20, you can withstand them fine. But the 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 strength of which this hits you, Gildan, knocks you to the ground. It is just so visceral. And it's this um, excitement, this craving for freedom that just suddenly overpowers you completely. You almost feel like your armor is... is constricting around you because you just want to be free. There's just this excitement and this urging for freedom that is just overpowering you completely. Um, and Biko and, and Gildan, you, you're able to withstand... Uh, sorry, Lovejoy. You're able to withstand it, but you're feeling it too. It's stronger and more intense. Your hearts are racing now. It's like you're very, it's like your very essence wants to burst, but you're but you're able to contain it, and you're tying this to the void. You're tying this to Aristotle, and you don't know what could be happening um, outside of this cave right now. I'm going to go set up a camp at uh, Parliament. Let's <laughs> uh, <laughs> set up a website. <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> I'm totally anti-vax now. Yeah, <laughs> it's about time we had some voices for freedom. All about freedom. I gotta get guns, everybody. I gotta. Oh, it's been it's my right. Cut. The government's <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> launched, launched the fire. That's what real freedom is. Beaker makes him so he's freaking out as well. Freedom. Let's <laughs> just. He just takes his head off and he just lifts it away into the pond. <laughs> I'm going to start charging towards the cave entrance because I, I yearn for the freedom away from the cave. I'm yeah, just start running. I think um, it's affecting Gildan the most. The armor constricting, the cave walls constricting. Mm. It's just this want, this want of destroying the things that are constricting. Yeah, very claustrophobic. But like an excitement about uh, of getting out of this cave it's very you know that once you get out of the cave oh that's amazing what is uh, where is this coming from but it is again centered that pull of that there's a direction to this pull and it's from that same basin oh. that you saw um uh Aristel turn into harry that it's coming oh, not what? just from that direction but it's all the way up it's that void again the void is calling oh to the above it the whole pillar of it from this basin all the way up the mountain through into Caldera above. To the surface. Up to the church. Yeah. To the surface. I'm getting out of here. I'm splashing through puddles. Me first. And... <laughs> Me second. 
It is I who needs to get out of here. Yeah, Gildan, you're lighting the way. I also need to. Um, and Biko, you've got your dark vision, but Lovejoy, you're left in the dark as, as Gildan like sprints off ahead of you feverishly. Like, is he? You can probably keep I, mean, I, bet, I bet myself to keep okay. pace with him. Well, you do both have 30 foot uh, speed, so dashing is the same as well. So sure, yeah, you're exactly the same uh, as in regards to running. <laughs> at, at last. Uh, it takes you 45 to 50 minutes to get uh, to the um, entrance of that cave, and Gildan, you just burst out with excitement. It's almost rapturous with uh, how good it feels to bust through this wall of, of containment. Um and it just over it overcomes you. You just uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so joyous. B- um, Biko and, and Lovejoy, you're not feeling it the same way. You're still held with that that feeling of wanting to break free, that excitement that you know is coming from Aristotle. Biko felt the same, so he's totally oh, feeling just like Gildan. <laughs> I thought I said you had a four. Uh, you rolled a f- oh, you rolled a sorry. I didn't realize that. Sorry, I saw the fourteen. Uh, but the seven year, you're you're freaking out as well, and it's that same rapturous feeling as you burst out of that cave. Um, Boing, <laughs> like a cork out of a champagne bottle. Yeah, as you are out of this cave. Um, because gonna like dive out of the cave and like swim on the ground, just splash around like a seal on land. <laughs> I did it! Fuck that dad! <laughs> what did you say? Fuck that dick. <laughs> What did you say? <laughs> what did your character say? Fuck. He said, suck that dad. Suck that dad. Yeah. As in like he's... Like he's I think that's almost worse. Not suck the dad. <laughs> suck that dad. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. Do you not get that... What are you saying? So is it a very bad dad? Yeah. So Nico's physicianary childhood didn't go well because of his Uh, father. His dad, and he, yeah, as if he's proving something. He's shouting out. He did that last comma. Yeah, dad. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's not saying suck that dad like in pointing (laughs) to a dad. He's just some dad is standing there with his kids. (laughs) Was that what me? (laughs) Well. All right. Who are you, who are you asking to do that? I got fifteen. I just minutes. I didn't understand why he was saying some something about his dad when he was when he was leaving the cave. That's all. I was just yeah. momentarily confused. That's okay. That's fair. That's so, fair. He's channeling the incoherentness into his ecology. Mm. I'm I'm doing deep breaths, like I've got four lungs. I oh, smell that freedom. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's turn into Macho Man Randy Savage. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Lovejoy, you're just watching. You're watching as you know right. the... <laughs> you're feeling what they're feeling, but to a completely different kind of level. I am also moderately pleased to be out of the cave. Just moderately. Let me, let me go on record and say that I'm pleased. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Suck that, Dad. Biko's going to roll an athletics check for a total of 19 Damn. and just start forward rolling around the floor around outside the cave, just over and over again, around and around in a circle. 
I think um, the actions you guys are taking, your deep, your big breaths, Gildan, and Biko just spinning out, uh, doing burnouts in the grass, um, uh, just help you deal with this emotion, and, it's, and it slowly settles over about 30 to 40 seconds of doing these activities. Um, so yeah, rolling around for like a, almost a whole minute there. Um, and you flop down onto your back, uh, Biko, um, and Gildan, you sort of bring your arms down to your side, and that feeling is still with you, but... Uh, like you, it's uh, it's a little less now. Like as in the urges to want freedom, but there's that feeling still within you, and it's pointing back in that direction of Caldera, which you know to be about an hour and a half from where your current location is. What do you say we get out of here? An hour and a half. We could get there in thirty minutes. Maybe one more. What? <laughs> you guys want to join me? Like, like I made a little rut and everything. Like we could race. <laughs> I tell you what. Let's I race straight there. But I want to be free of the uh, of the influence of Aristotle more than anything. He's um he messed us up. Like I don't know what we're gonna do to take him out. Like if we had some like banishment technique, maybe like a, an arrow with like a like a, a really long bow and arrow with the gildan, you know, like like a spell. Yeah, like that spell that they used to um, banish B- him. Binding wasn't it? Soul binding. Earthbinding. Yeah, yeah earthbinding. That was that was written down, but to be right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we need to get the old tome out. I think uh, maybe that's what we need to do on our way back to Caldera. We need to read the tome for clues on how to defeat Aristotle. Biko, perhaps you can just be the point man. <laughs> there was um, a you whole po- lot you of point at the last time, right? So, whoo, I gotcha. That's true. And with that emotion bomb that I just ingested, I'm sure the possums will be ravenous. So I can't read. No. <laughs> oh, you know what we should do? One of us should try and sort of turn into Calgert. What? The, the dairy food? Yes. <laughs> yes, the dairy food. Chocolate Galgert. Yes. Um, speak more of this, Lovejoy. You oh, no, crazy son of a bitch. No, Harry has basically followed the same path as Calgert. He's you definitely don't turn into Calgert. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, the that's already thing. happened. He's the worst thing we can do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was, I fell into the trap of Biko. I didn't read all my end. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's all been used up anyway, all that blue goo the blue goo well we could go back to the cylinder blow a whole load of you know blue spunk into the cylinder again and then race downstairs yes. soak it all up and then we could get all powerful and evil but wouldn't we get yeah wouldn't we yeah. yeah. get more elbows yeah. and yeah. stuff yeah yeah, yeah. 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 we'd yeah. probably yeah. turn into aristel's legs i reckon no 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 because aristel's already infested harry's body so there'd be no one left to infest us i don't well, know there's, if there's just still like one place because he said he's gonna go unlock the rest of his bits he's what? speaking in celestial it's like a oh, language yeah. in your mind uh, gildan you're just sort of hearing that re- repetition of he wants to deal with you and then the shackles that bind the rest of his bits well, i don't know where where they would be we could maybe look we could maybe ask well, someone in the y- town y- you are still feeling that the that feeling that is coming from the void with it and you know from your readings of the tomes that the the uh <clears throat> the feelings that come out of the void are from Aristotle. Fenon mm. <clears throat> is who we want to be. We want to be Fenon. Yeah, Fenol. We want to. <laughs> we want to send some Fenol to Aristotle. To, you to Caldera. Caldera. Yeah. 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 Let's go there. Let's do Great. That. Yep. 
We run. We okay, get great. You guys, uh, empowered by that excitement that is building inside of you, that even you know, even though you know it's the a, a foolish kind of um, a tricking kind of uh, emotion that is being passed out of this void via Aristal. Um, it's it feels like Aristotle himself, his excitement is growing at the idea of being freed, and that is coming from the direction of Caldera as you sprint. Oh, didn't you take a horse? You guys took horses, right? So you managed to get back on the horses. You didn't, get, didn't you make a oh. deal from someone in the bar or something, yep. and you got their horses? That's right. Um, it was less of a deal, and more yes. we, I almost killed him. <laughs> yeah. You find these horses again back at Harry's cabin. You jump on, and you're heading back to Caldera the same way um, that you left it. Uh, and within 45 to 50 minutes, you're back on the outskirts of Caldera. Um, you can hear uh, screams uh, before you can see Caldera. And as you... Uh, hit the peak of the rise before it dips down into the plateau where Caldera lays. Um, as it comes into sight, you can see these rock monstrosities just like throwing people to the ground and, and, and keeping people clear of, of the church. Um, and you can see far off in the distance now that a wall of the church has just been blown down through the trees you can, that it were burnt. You can now see through there, and just a section of the wall has been pushed away. And you can do you guys just continue heading down into Caldera? Mm, I do. But if I encounter <clears throat> any rock lobsters on the way, yeah, I'm gonna push them over or shoot a cantrip at them. Okay, yeah, I think um, there there are a lot of these rock creatures. Uh, around Caldera. Most of them are, are nearer the city. So where you are at the moment, it's going to take another five minutes of galloping your horses down, or steering them, however, the, whatever you do, uh, down into Caldera. <laughs> Driving. <laughs> yeah. Foot on the throttle. You were going... <laughs> Equine master has returned. <laughs> you... You're second only to Mark Todd in your knowledge of the. Uh, <laughs> we put up more sails. <laughs> put out the spinnaker. <laughs> we drive that horse right into town. Grab the I horses love my hydrofoil. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get up on the foils. That's what I know is a thing. Yeah, We're horse, six wheels. <laughs> Why don't you guys tell me what your entrance back into Caldera looks like? Start with you, Lovejoy. It sounds like you've got sort of an idea for what Lovejoy would be doing. Where are you aiming your horse? Uh, what is your inspiration? What are you doing to anything that you pass? I'm galloping my horse along towards the hole in the wall of the church, but I'm every now and then I'm veering it slightly to get closer to a rock creature that's um, giving it or harassing a citizen of Caldera, and I'm shooting out my new cantrip. This will fuck them up. Chromatic, oh, oh no, that's not a cantrip. Um, <laughs> God, I'm such a fucking amateur. Um, <laughs> ray, ray of frost. Ray of frost. I'm just shooting rays of frost at all the rock creatures every time I see them. Yeah, and you ah, you see some of these, ah. these rock creatures are like holding people back, but some of them are just like pushing them to the ground and looking like they're trying to injure some of these um, almost 
feral villages. These villages are clearly caught up in this uh, passion to get at the void, just uh, like this this urge to help free Aristel. They're screaming to free Aristel as these rock creatures are just pummeling them down and keeping them away. And you're riding through, shooting rays of frost at them and trying to stop the these creatures from injuring some of the villagers. Gildan, what, what is your sort of aim or goal here? Well, I'm just going to try and uh, protect the villagers from getting attacked by the rocks and things. So uh, I'll be shooting cantrips, like radiance, <coughs> mm-hmm. flame radiance, whatever it's called, and hitting the rocks on the head with my mace. Cool, you just like as drive you, past them on my horse. As you, uh, yeah, yeah, as you, as you sort of drift them, the horse past some of these guys, you're just like clobbing yeah. them, <laughs> knocking some I'm of them. I'm drifting now. <laughs> knocking like the the top rocks off some of these things with just these heavy hits of your mace using your Getting the rocks off. Getting your rocks off. Um, yeah. And are, are you two aiming for... It's like just Tokyo the, Drift, but on a horse <laughs> and like... You light the nos and you are aiming towards the the hole in the church, I guess, as well. Is that correct? Following yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on Lovejoy. Biko, I think you're uh, on one of the horses, I think, from from what I understand. Whose horse yeah. are you on the back of? Uh, Biko will be on the back of Gildan's horse. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's imagining himself just this heroic return into town on these horses with his, his companions of this dynamic adventure. But that's just in his imagination. Mm. In reality, he's clinging on like a little girl to the back of Gildan, um, not wanting to fall off the back of this horse. And mm. he's being perfectly useless um, and will stay attached until okay. the horse comes to a complete break action. You're seeing some of the villagers are, are, are trying to fight back. They seem to be less caught in the frenzy. You see some familiar faces like Edric, the town, Edric Townsman and Wilfred Barman. Uh, uh, have managed to sort of push through uh, this this cloud of emotion and are trying to help villagers, trying to snap them out of it. They're trying to fight back against some of these rock monstrosities as well. And you guys head through the burnt um, area of the forest outside the church and come up against that hole in the cave uh, in the church. And what you see inside the church is. Aristel standing at the void. The pillar that was uh, built around it, that was housing it, has been destroyed by uh, some of the rock creatures. And the rock creatures are pulling some of the uh, rocks away, but they're being very gentle. One of them is being less gentle, manages to like trip over and into the void, and the rocks just spread out as if killing it instantly, just losing the magic from it. Um, Aristel stands back and puts his hands together and casts a spell into the middle of the void. And for the first time, you don't know how long he's been casting spells into this thing, but you see him now casting a spell. And for the first time, it doesn't instantly absorb like it did previously. It hangs there in the middle of the void for a half second, for a half beat longer than it used to before exploding and then shrinking down and and disappearing. Aristel stands back and prepares another spell. 